Today, we explore a series of fires that occurred at a string of nightclubs in the 70s. We at the Poncho section spoke with the arsonist responsible for these disco infernos and asked him why he set these buildings on fire. His response, that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Poncho Section Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to update you guys on the things Mike and myself are consuming media-wise, whether it be a new TV show, podcast, music. Please enjoy. Yeah, so, uh, Ethan, what overall would you say you are currently consuming right now? You know, for me, it's mostly podcasts. Okay. Podcasts are because I was just traveling. You know, I was telling you, I was traveling recently. Went yeah. to Scotland and Iceland, which I highly recommend if you have the time to do it. Yeah, just you find go, a weekend. Find a weekend. <laughs> find a nice, you know, nice long weekend. Take the trip. It's well worth it. Um, <laughs> or maybe stay for a few more days if you want. You know? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, so podcasts were, were a big thing that get, especially for flights. Okay. Uh, they're really good for getting Totally. Through. Podcasts, I feel like there's really no downside. I'll listen to podcasts anywhere because I feel like they pass the time really well. Definitely. So, and I'm really into comedy podcasts, especially, okay. especially recently, um, because I, it's a good distraction for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm not getting so much out of them other than learning about new comedians. But, okay. um, you know, when I, when I originally started listening to podcasts, I was really into Mark Maron and I still am. I still listen to Maron a lot. Nice. Uh, WTF with Mark Maron. Great podcast. But that was like my first introduction, but it's expanded well beyond that now so lately i've been listening to a podcast called kill tony which right. is uh, which is a stand-up podcast it's kind of like a last comic standing oh sure is, is it like um hosted by any particular spe- uh, specific comedian yeah so the host is this guy tony hinchcliffe who is kind of he's uh like s- sort of a roast comedian so he oh, okay. his he's a protege of uh, Jeff Ross. Oh sure. Yeah. You know? So he's kind of in that same vein. So he has a lot of different guests on mm-hmm. all the time. He's had on uh, Jeff Garland. Um, oh cool. Dom Irera, uh, Bill Burr was on recently. Like he he's had good guests. Oh that's pretty cool. Uh, Sarah Silverman was a guest. Excellent. So they do what they do is they um it's hosted uh, every Monday at the Comedy Store, out in Los Angeles. And people put their names in a bucket, like up up and coming stand up comedians. Mm-hmm. And he pulls a name out of the bucket. They come up and they do just sixty seconds of comedy, and oh, then wow. they and then they talk to you. Yeah, it's it's tough, but it's just really funny. It's that's a very basic like description of it because there's so much that's around it too. Where um, I feel like this guy should pay me for plugging his podcast, <laughs> but um, actually it's it, it's actually the number one live podcast right now. Really, number one live podcast. So. The number one podcast being done in front of a live audience. Yeah, yeah. So that's still a pretty that's good. That's pretty cool. That's still a good accomplishment. Definitely. Um, so, so yeah, there, there's a lot more to it. Like he has a side band now and all kind of quirky <laughs> things. It's really funny and it's a fun podcast to check out. Just you're not going to get much out of it. I mean, if you're into stand-up comedy, it's really cool. Yeah. But you can just kind of sit back and laugh. Um, it's good, especially if you're having a bad day. Excellent. Um, it definitely helps out. Um, and, and something about listening to a podcast versus watching a TV show, it's just much easier. Mm-hmm. You can do it anywhere. Oh, and yeah. It's just, it's enjoyable. It, it's very easy. And uh, personally, right now, it's my favorite thing. 
Nice. Yeah. So what, what about you? Um, well, I mean, I guess if, if we're sticking on podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's interesting how you're, you focus on like the more of the comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I could necessarily pick out one, one type that I really focus on. I do like the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking a little bit about uh, All Songs Considered by NPR, which yeah. they have their podcast. Um, and then there's, I kind of just like when people talk about random stuff. Yeah. There's this one podcast that I really like, and I actually found it through YouTube, through other channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how that works is the the podcast is called Hello Internet. Okay. And it's run by these two guys. One is uh, CPG Gray. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls himself. That's his YouTube handle. He doesn't... You don't know what he looks like. You don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the other guy is uh, Brad... There, I got it written down. Brad Harron, and he does like Number File and a bunch of other... Um, YouTube channels and they're more on the education side. Okay. But their podcast is kind of just them talking. Uh, they'll talk about anything from what it is like to put out the YouTube videos, um, everything from just being what it's like to be a creative type of mind and type of person, um, everything to that and like copyright issues and stuff like that. So yeah. it, it's, they kind of just ramble on until like they find the topic and go, oh, okay, so you know what? That's going to be today's topic. Yeah. And I, so I kind of like that. And then, like I mentioned, all things, uh, all songs considered, I really mm-hmm. like. And thanks to you, you told me about Overcast. Overcast is a great podcast app. Highly recommend it. I think it only costs me a dollar or two in the app store. Was it, was oh, it free? I got it for free. I, maybe it's free. I, maybe oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I thought it was a dollar. I got it for free. And that just expanded things even more because there were other podcasts that I kind of knew about and just never really focused too much time on it. It's one of them being Star Talk mm-hmm. with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And everybody loves Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. So that's just like a total nerd fest of space and, yeah. and this and that. And then um, this other one that I just happened to hear coming home uh, the other day driving in the car. I like to listen to NPR because I'm an old fart and I just honestly can't stand uh, normal radio. I've heard the same song a thousand times. I'm not a huge fan of pop music and how many times can I hear an Eagles song on uh, Q1043? Yeah, no, Um, it's true. It, it, It gets annoying. So yeah, I was I've started listening to NPR to kind of get like I don't know just some news and some interesting articles and interesting uh, conversations and stories and one of them being uh, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is something mm. I just found out and uh, the other one the other day I was coming home and he was talking to Rashida Jones and, oh, wow. and he gets like really like like popular people that are doing things in the world today and like really going into detail about like oh what is it like to to be in her case she was both an actor and a producer and a director yeah. and what it's like to grow up she i mean she grew up with uh, quincy jones as her father that's What's pretty that? that's a pretty big she deal. said that she she like grew up she walked michael jackson's llama that's a story that's right a there. story that's amazing which unfortunately they didn't go into too much detail about that i was like how did you not that, that I, would, w- I would stop everything and be like okay let's talk about this llama perfect yeah exactly spend like 45 minutes on just the llama yeah. But yeah, so there, there's there's definitely that, and then if we're just talking talking about NPR, I also like All Things Considered, sure. which I typically that I'll just listen to. Just happens to be always on when I'm uh, driving home. Oh, that's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're, and we're not just saying this because we're a podcast, but there are a lot of great <laughs> podcasts out there, and they get better guests than we do because we don't yeah. have guests. But maybe one day we'll get someone like Rashida Jones. Maybe. Once once one we day. build our empire. Yeah, all these podcasts that we're talking about, they're going to get a big bump after after all this and hear, hear us talking about them. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how <laughs> I, I flocked 
towards the comedy stuff from the get-go yeah how that was my thing where i think maybe it 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 all stems from like what you what you need because for me i i love i like reading news or i'll Mm -hmm. go to certain websites yeah but i don't i don't flock as much to news podcasts like okay i kind of just like the silliness um but then i listen to guys like joe rogan who's funny who has comedians on too Mm -hmm. but then he gets he gets into like all different discussions about bigfoot he had on um he had on bobcat goldweight oh no and they talked about and bobcat went to a bigfoot convention and it was really interesting it was like the weirdest thing but it was so interesting they're talking about (laughs) and these people are like totally serious about bigfoot and oh i'm sure it's a really it's just kind of interesting to like realize that this kind of stuff actually exists like oh, these yeah. types of people oh man I, that would be something interesting to look up to see all the various types of like conventions like you said they have like bigfoot if they have like a unicorn kind of convention i know there's anime conventions oh i'm sure i mean there's people that believe in leprechauns there's also weird like sexual fetish conventions (laughs) those are probably the most popular like probably that they were talking about that too like there's there's some weird (laughs) weird uh people out there but um getting a little getting a little bit off uh (laughs) that's okay but yeah, so I would say, yeah, as far as podcasts, there's definitely a lot out there. And I feel like there's definitely something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So even if we're not your thing, there's something else out yeah. there. But we hope we are your thing. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. And we hope you're not just using us to look for other things. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, in addition to that, I mean, are you much? Are you a big reader usually? So that's funny. I Growing up, I kind of hated reading. There were yeah. a few books here and there that I remember uh, I had to read in high school that I actually really enjoyed. 1984 was one of them. Yeah, it's a great there book. There was uh, a book called Night by Ellie Wiesel. It was mm-hmm. a memoir uh, about uh, somebody, who, yeah, somebody yeah. who survived the Holocaust. Yeah, there weren't too many growing up that I liked. And then... Not too long ago, actually last last June of last year, mm-hmm. I went to Harry Potter World with Jared, my friend. Okay. Um, and he was like, dude, you never read Harry Potter? Let me send you the books. So he sent me them all digitally. Yeah. I read them all. And like, ever since then, I'm just like, I got to, now I got like the bug yeah. to read. And the last book that I read was um, Good Omens by mm. Neil Gaiman. Game, it's either Gaiman? Neil Gaiman or Gaiman. Yeah. Gaiman, yeah, yeah. And uh, Terry Pratchett. Okay. Um, so they ended up just kind of writing it together. Neil apparently sent Terry, like, he's like, he sent him half the book, basically. He's like, I have no idea how to end this. And Terry was like, me neither. And then two years later, they just kind of started writing it. Yeah. And I loved it. It was basically, it's a kind of a satire on, uh, the end of the world like okay. the apocalypse okay. so basically there's a an angel and a demon and they're living on earth for however many thousands of years and because they've kind of been on earth so long they ended up having more in common with each other than they do with their realms that they're originally from mm-hmm. and they end up like loving earth they're like oh i love one of them drives a bentley one of them just they, loves books and one yeah. of them like loves i think queen the band <laughs> so they, they just like who wouldn't who wouldn't so they end up coming up with this cockamamie plan to try to avoid the end of the end of the world okay and it's just like it's really funny but it's i would say it's more of a making fun of humans as opposed to specifically religions yeah uh which i kind of liked because one of the things and it's not really giving anything away but one of the things the demon was like i haven't done anything in like years what these people come up with and do to each other is way worse than anything i could come up with yeah so it's it's kind of like a a, a joke like that yeah it's very satirical that's great no i mean that's good you know for me i've 
I would love to, you know, sit down and read. I, I actually um, just got from my girlfriend a subscription to Audible. Oh, be- nice. Because of podcast, listen to podcasts. Sure. Listening, I like listening to books more now, which okay. is, is kind of weird because that wasn't a thing I used to like. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get into that. And um, right now I actually got a, I downloaded this self-help book. So I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm gonna try that first. <laughs> it's called the Tools. I'll let you guys know how it is once I once I actually sit down and listen to it. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's written by this psychologist who um, who actually he has Parkinson's disease. Really. But he goes to uh, to prisons and he like talks to people in prisons. It sounds pretty interesting. Hmm. But I think it's it's more of a book of it's like tools how to deal with difficult people in your life. Okay. So I think it's it's all. I mean, maybe it'll help me. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, because I see difficult people all the time, <laughs> um, and I'm sure he, everyone does. Definitely. Um, so yeah, but I I, I kind of did that for a while. Where um when I I think it was the year after we graduated college, so 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I started. I had this like phase where I was reading a lot of classic books. Okay. Because I I kind of had this feeling well I'm gonna miss references and things because I never read these books. So I was going on. I read 1984. Oh, yeah. I read uh, Scarlet Letter, uh, Picture of Dorian Gray. I was okay. going through this this whole thing. Read some Kurt Vonnegut stuff, and it was really good. I probably should go back and reread some stuff because mm-hmm. I've I've forgotten a lot of it. But uh, that was like just a phase, and and, and it was and it was when um, I was reading a lot like on my iPad. And I kind of, I, I kind of let that go, and I kind of, I feel like I should come back to that because that is honestly a, a really, a really good thing to do. It's just not something I always flock towards, if that makes sense. Sure. Like I'm always, I, honestly, I, I'm, it's quicker for me to just like turn on the TV and like see what's on, yeah. than to sit and say I'm just gonna read in silence. Like no, I, I, I don't, I, it's, it's a weird thing, and I know that that's very strange, but because um, I think it's something I should change. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. And if it wasn't for the fact that I had to commute to work, I probably wouldn't read, unfortunately. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's easier to turn on the TV, go on the computer. But mm-hmm. I take the opportunity that, I, all right, I have this half-hour trip on the train. Let me read. Yeah, you can something. read on the train. See, I can't read on trains. Sometimes. For the most part, I can read on the train. And then every so often, like I'll all of a sudden get like motion sickness. And I'm like, well, I'm done for today. See, I could listen to a book on the train, no problem. Okay. And I can tune out the conductor saying that, you know, we're having train traffic or someone's, <laughs> someone's sick or the train's going to explode. Any, any one of those things. One of those normal everyday yeah, things. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that kind of stuff uh, does get in the way. But I, I, I've definitely listened to books while I've been on the yeah. train. But that's something I need to throw into my repertoire as well definitely it's funny that you mention um audiobooks because mm-hmm. i mean nobody can see what i'm what i'm wearing right now but i'm wearing a pizza john shirt mm-hmm. and what that is it's related to the vlog brothers mm-hmm. and one of the vlog brothers is john green mm-hmm. who wrote the fault in our stars okay and I actually listened to Fault in Our Stars in my old job while I was working on, like, when I would do, like, menial, kind of just, all right, doing the same process every single time. Just click this button, click this button. You need zero brain cells. So I listened to... Sounds like most of my job. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I listened to the audiobook of Fault in Our Stars, and it was actually, like, really good. There was a certain part, actually, like, towards the end where I actually had to just stop work for a second and just had to sit there and just be like... All right, you're at work. Don't cry. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I know it's for like teenagers, but I thought it was hey, funny that like some of those books are really good. Yeah. I I read uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Thought that oh, okay. Was a, that's a great book. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's I would say um, the Vlogbrothers is something I'm I typically consume. Okay. With uh, related to media, so it's John Green and Hank Green. 
Okay. Obviously brothers. Green um, brothers. The Green Brothers. So John is the one he wrote Fall in Our Stars and Paper Towns. And, okay. And uh, I think Searching for Alaska. They made movies of all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hank seems to... And I granted, I don't know outside of the, the Vlogbrothers what necessarily he also does, but he does a lot of things with, relating to the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does... A lot of things related to the channel and stuff relating to raising money to help out other creative pe- people. He's a musician, and so they have all these channels. They have they have their main channel, which is the Vlog Brothers, where they kind of do that back and forth, like, "Hey, brother, how's it going? This is what I what I'm going to talk about today," and then they go back and forth on like I think every other day or something like that. Yeah. Uh, then they have like their academic channels, which is like Crash Course, which has. A million different topics. You have everything from history to science to literature. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did a one about video games, so you learn about the history about video games. Wow. They have that. Then they have SciShow, which is something that Hank typically does, and I really like that. So they just talk about science-related things, and then they also have there's a SciShow talk show, huh. where they bring in some some sort of scientific person from some sort of field. Yeah. And they also always have this one individual, and I can't remember her name, but she always brings some sort of animal huh. onto the show. Well, that's neat. So yeah, that that's really cool. And then they have Hank Games, so they're playing video games. Uh, they have Mental Floss, which is another one of those type of... Uh, they typically do lists of yeah. like various... I think I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then their whole thing is Nerdfighteria, and they always have the catchphrase uh, DFTBA, which stands for "Don't Forget to Be Awesome." Hmm. Uh, and they consistently try to raise money to end world suck. That's their their line. They want to end world suck. Okay. And try to do awesome things. And I got a Pizza John shirt from it too, nice. which apparently I guess the the way this started was. I guess this is a picture of John Green, mm-hmm. and I guess back in the day when they first started the channel, he was always eating in every single video. I don't or, think he was doing it like, this is my gimmick, but I think he just, he didn't have a lot of time, so he would eat during the videos. Oh, really? And I guess it was also maybe like No Shave November or something yeah, like that, yeah. and one of the fans took a picture where he was eating a slice of pizza, and this is what he looked like, <laughs> and then they superimposed that onto like, it became a pizza John, and then they created the shirts. That's awesome. I like that. <laughs> no, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff out there. I'm not as much of a, a YouTuber, but that's something I definitely want to get more into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why don't we um, move into uh, TV shows? I'm down. You know? Yeah. Because I because I'm looking I'm looking at your list here, and I see we have one common one and one uh, not one that we don't. You're really? A Game of, you're a Game of Thrones guy, definitely, and along with everyone else. And I've I think I've resisted Game of Thrones because of the hype oh, so there's man. so many people talk about it all the time where it's so crazy like game of thrones I, so that that's that's kept me further and further away from it but i know <laughs> but i hear things I, and i, I don't want to i don't know what the protocol is with spoilers i assume people who are fans are probably all caught up at this point yeah but I, I, I again i don't know you should t- you should totally get into it it's I think, so good you know what'll happen i'll watch it once the show has is over <laughs> and give me a couple years kind of like what i did with lost like, okay. I didn't watch Lost until a few years after it had already wrapped up, and then I went through the entire show. Mm-hmm. And and let me tell you something. That was a big commitment, because that is six seasons, I believe. But it's but it's not an HBO season. Like right. Each episode's an hour, or 40, 48 minutes or whatever, but there's like 20-something in a season. Okay. So it's, it's a big commitment. Yeah. Um, where Game of Thrones is like only 10 episodes. Yeah. Because um, that's I, how HBO does things. Mm-hmm. I think I did that with... Not... not 
to the extent that you did, but I did that mainly with uh, Breaking Bad. I yeah. watched the last season, mm-hmm. uh, like as everybody else was, but I caught up with all the other seasons on on Netflix. Yeah, that's honestly that's the best way to do it. Um, and and I'm I'm purposely now waiting for shows just to come on Netflix mm-hmm. because I I realize like I miss them or like I'm like oh I forgot that was on this week whatever and then I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna wait till it's all on Netflix and it'll <laughs> just be a really watch it and whenever it comes on it'll be a really nice it'll be a happy day for me and I'll just go and I'll binge watch <laughs> you know that's what I did well uh, this morning or I think it was this morning I discovered that the League season seven was on Netflix oh really? I hadn't seen it I hadn't seen the last season so I'm like great got a new season to watch. Excellent. But I did want to talk about Silicon Valley, because yes. that, that is a show that I watch, and I think that's the best comedy on TV right now. I, I love it. Which is also, I will point out, it is a very good show to watch after Game of Thrones as like a palate cleanser. Oh, I'm sure that's why because, they do it. Yeah. Oh, totally. But yeah, no, I think it's, I really, really enjoy that show. Yeah. It, it's really good, and just... And from someone who's not in the tech world, though, you know, I talk to people, my roommate who's in the tech world, it's it's a very, apparently very accurate portrayal, even though it's it's very comical, but it's like, yeah. it's, but a lot of it's just, it's hilarious. Um, I don't want to give too much away, right. you know, for people who haven't seen it, because I think it's it's important for people to see it. But the, the thing that makes it so good is the acting is really top. Mm-hmm. top notch and and the right it's just it's a very well crafted show yeah and i feel like hbo wouldn't pick up hbo is particular about their comedies i feel like so they've done a very good job with this one it's mike judge the creator of beavis and butthead <laughs> but it's very different from beavis and butthead very different. and very different from king of the hill and i love those shows too mm-hmm. for their own for their own reason but don't expect it to be like those shows right it's also live action yes so that's that's a difference right there yeah, it, I I really enjoy it. I think, like you said, the characters and the, the actors that they got are just excellent, mm-hmm. and they they play the roles really well. I don't know. I, I I find that even though it is somewhat ridiculous and obviously exaggerated a bit, I do find it somewhat believable. Oh which yeah, I do like. I like yeah. it. But I'm able to get into the into the the scene when I can kind of feel like, all right, you know what, I can kind of see that happening. Well, the. the they're believable because they don't they don't necessarily put them in a certain archetype maybe mm-hmm. um because i think there is there is um like a, a big slew of people in silicon valley and just and people vary yeah you know and they're all bright but you but i feel like you watch a show for example like the big bang theory mm-hmm. if i want to if i'm gonna make a comparison go for the, it <laughs> where they're all like those characters don't seem real to me no, they don't. They don't seem like real people. Like, yeah, I would never come across someone like Sheldon. Right, right. right. Um, like that's not a real. That's that's. It's so exaggerated that I would never come. Whereas Silicon Valley, they have elements. They're they're like they seem like real people to me. Yeah, I definitely um, see that. You know, the main character Richard has like he's like a little nervous, but but also very bright. Mm-hmm. But also has his flaws. Like he's not. He's not like a they're they're dynamic, I guess. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at, they're like dynamic kind yeah. of characters. Yeah, and he he definitely doesn't have like the Steve Jobs kind of thing where he's no. well spoken in a uh, a public forum. No, and he has the other guy, um, Ehrlich, uh, er- yeah. who who tries to do that, but Ehrlich has his own issues too. Right. Yeah. Ehrlich tries to be this this mega kind of Steve Jobs type character. Yeah. Just saying these grandiose things and just. But most of the time, it's bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he's but he sells it with his confidence. Like it's just he has such an overwhelming amount of confidence oh, it's that great. makes no sense. Yeah, but, but it is it is fantastic. And I think that it's T.J. Miller, right? Yeah, yeah, he's great. A lot of it has to go to I think to him and just he plays that character so well. I don't know if anyone else could do that character like that. He I think that's like tailor yeah, made for him. Definitely. Uh, 
but I feel you know, but all the characters on the show have have their things, and it's uh, it's just it's a very well put together show. So I would definitely recommend that. And if you like Game of Thrones, you're probably already watching Game of Thrones because <laughs> I seem to be the only one not watching it. But just stick around for Silicon Valley. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's really definitely, thing. especially use it as a as a way to to re- kind of relax after seeing like somebody's head ripped off or something. Yeah, you know. To be honest, that's that's the only show. I mean, I'll, I'll start watching Orange Is the New Black when that comes uh, when that yeah, comes back. Yeah, that's I believe that's coming back tomorrow. Yeah, so I'll, I'll start watching that. Um, yeah, we're recording this on June sixteenth. Yes. Um, so um, tomorrow it's supposed to drop on Netflix. But I I haven't um, besides Silicon Valley, there's really hasn't been a show, and it's because I've been away. I, there hasn't been a show I've been watching consistently. Mm-hmm. But I go back to old shows. So my girlfriend and I right now have been watching The West Wing, which is a super white person thing wow. to do. That is. Um, that is. <laughs> um, but, um, and that was a show that I had no interest in watching ever. Um, but my girlfriend was really pushing it and I gave it a try, even though I wasn't the biggest Aaron Sorkin fan because I had watched The Newsroom and I couldn't stand it. Okay. Um, because I just didn't like, because talk about realism, none of that seemed realistic to me. Just the way people, no one ever stumbled over their words. Everyone was just so perfect and like witty comebacks all the time. The West Wing is kind of like that too, but um, but the storylines are more entertaining. Okay. And at least the character, you know, there are something like originally I, I was kind of having a hard time with it, but once you can kind of get past that and and accept accept it for its flaws, because a lot of it is unrealistic, but it is kind of entertaining, and especially it's entertaining now to watch. Um, I said I wasn't going to go into politics, yeah. but I'd, I'll just say that during what's going on now, it's kind of interesting to see um, that what, not saying the inner workings of the White House, because it's a TV show, it's fictionalized, yeah. but just to see that, how that, I don't know, just to see part of that world, I guess, mm-hmm. or it's just, it's interesting, you know, there are, you know, press secretaries and, and um, chief of staff, like those, those positions exist. Yeah. And it's cool to see Martin Sheen as the president because <laughs> he's just, he, and he's just, I mean, he's a fantastic actor. Oh, absolutely. But no one could be as good as he is as president. Like he's just always knows what to say very, very quick. I wish I could vote for him. I'll write him in. You know, I'll write in Martin Sheen, right? You can write in anyone. (laughs) Uh, So what music are you currently uh, on your quote-unquote iPod? My, my, uh iPod, uh, <laughs> your iPod Touch, the iPod Touch, your iPod, your iPod Shuffle. I have a video iPod now. Yes. Your uh, <laughs> this playing on your uh, Zune. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> um, that's a really good question because um, I had deleted a lot of stuff off of my Spotify because I was, I, I guess, I had just taken up too much room on my phone. Okay, and I'm really, I'm really a slave to Spotify. Even because I wait for things to come out because I pay for it, you know. Okay. Um, but you know, I've been I've been kind of jumping around um, to different things. I was listening to this band, uh, Modern Baseball, for a while. Where they're actually they're really young. They're kind of like I guess they're kind of like a throwback um, to like the more punk kind of. So and it's not something I listen to all the time, but I, mm-hmm. but I was really into that. Besides that, you know, I find myself going back to things that I previously listened to. Well, the new Radiohead album is out. Okay. And I had, I listened to a couple songs, but again, I'm still waiting for that to drop completely on Spotify. So I can really take a full listen. And really, um, I, jumping around, I, I listen to a lot of stuff now on, that comes up on my Discover Weekly playlist that is generated. So I bounce around to different artists and it's really helpful because it does make me want to, 
sometimes it does make me want to discover the artist or I'll just listen um, to that specific song a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to this uh, song by the band Heartless Bastards, who I'd never heard of. And I realized that like I was listening to it and the song's really good. I wish I knew the name, but the lead singer is just, her voice just kind of like just got me. It's just like a very powerful, like front woman voice is okay. very good and just straight up rock you know really really good stuff so yeah it's it's bounce around i found myself today going back to the beach boys for some reason because i was just <laughs> i you know i think i i always seem to go to them in the summertime okay i don't I know get maybe that. the beach who, who knows yeah. um but they and also i think also um this year was the 50th anniversary of pet sounds oh really wow and and brian wilson is doing his tour now mm-hmm. he was just i think he's he was just in New York. He was in Brooklyn at something. Oh wow! Um, yeah, which I would I would love to go. Which what's weird about the Beach Boys is that there's the Beach Boys and then there's Brian Wilson and his band. Yeah, like there's two separate things. So I mean, p- me personally, I would go see Brian Wilson. I would not go pay to see the Beach Boys. You're right. That's just me. I would agree with that because Brian Wilson to me is the Beach Boys. Oh yeah, not Mike Love and <laughs> and the, whoever Bruce Johnston, who you know I like. Actually, I don't. I appreciate what Mike Love has done. I don't like him though because he's okay because he's not a nice person and he kicked Brian Wilson out of the Beach Boys. So which is just okay. insane. Yeah, but yeah. So I guess basically what I'm getting at is I've been jumping around. There's nothing particularly I really into. Oh, um, another one too is this band, the Helio Sequence. Okay. Who I had, I had seen like I want to say eight years ago on mm-hmm. like at this free festival and they were like really good. So. For some reason, I was like watching a live video of them, and I like forgot how good they were. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded this album, like this one of their albums that I think is supposedly their best one, and probably is. And um, been listening to that a lot lately. It's just really good. Nice. Um, very talented band. It's just it's a duo. Okay. Um, kind of uh, electronicy a little bit, but I don't. I see the the problem with me is I don't I don't know how to describe things <laughs> when it comes to music. Okay. Because they sound like for me, it's like. It's like I would describe it this way, and then I read a review, and it's like the post rock, <laughs> the post rock pre pop, like it's this is like a whole slew of yeah. of terms. I'm just like, sure, that's that's what I meant to say. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's funny that you for this for like music, you're saying like you're jumping around. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the podcast, you kind of sticking with the comedy, and yeah. for me with the podcast, I'm kind of jumping around. And but for music right now, what I'm really kind of getting into is. Although it's sort of jumping around, but it's still within the same kind of bubble, it's these various bands that are kind of, I don't know, a combination of blues and soul and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. R&B. So there's a few bands that I'm really into right now. I've got them written down so that I can mention a few songs. Yeah. Uh, One of the bands is Con Brio, Mm -hmm. which is uh, Spanish for With Vigor. Yeah. Uh, so they're from San Francisco. And honestly, when I first heard them, I thought it was a female singer. Mm Mm-hmm. Because this guy can just get up to that yeah. crazy range. He's got a crazy voice. And it's this really cool like R&B soul music. And there's a few songs I recommend. One of them uh, is Give It All. Okay. Uh, the other one is a... It's called A Sex Supreme, which is it's just good old baby making music. Right. And as we all know, a sex supreme is, is similar to normal sex, but it comes with chicken and guacamole and sour cream. <laughs> <Ba-dum-bum. Nice. laughs> all right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to leave now. Um, no, so then there's another band that I'm really also into. It's called The Suffers. Okay. And that actually does have a female singer. They describe themselves as Gulf Coast, Gulf 
Coast Soul, which they're describing as a combination of blues, soul, country, Caribbean, Cajun, and hip-hop. Interesting. They're from Houston, and I think there's just a a theme with all these bands where they all have, like, really just, like, sick vocalists and just can really lay it down with the instrumentals. Um, And it's got that soul kind of funk, kind of, I don't know, groovy R&B-ness to it. Nice. Um, and the songs I would recommend for that are Dutch, Midtown, and Better. Okay. The next one I'm going to go off is called The Dip. Mm-hmm. And they're also like a funk soul. Um, they've got kind of more of that, I would say more some like kind of country kind of elements to them. Mm-hmm. More on the rock kind of country, but also really kind of funky and uh, they got a lot of horns going on. Nice. I like them a lot. Yeah. Uh, they're from Seattle. And the songs I would recommend are Ain't Necessary. Mm-hmm. Working Man and Don't Make Me Wait. Okay. And then the last person out who I'd recommend is this guy called Cor- guy called Wow. This guy Corey Henry. Yeah, you you, yeah. you talked about him. He, he's, he's incredible. He's got his band, the Funk Apostles, mm. and they're actually playing tonight at uh, Bowery Ballroom, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a great that's yeah. a great uh, venue. They are incredible. And mm. if I had to recommend a song, I would just say listen to every single song that they or have. Or just just. Just Google, yeah. Google them, and Google them, find live videos. Find, yeah, find live videos. Find them wherever they're playing and go see them because they're just insanely good. Yeah. They're all of that. They're funk. Uh, they're rock. They're uh, they got like some trippy elements to them. Mm. They're they're soul. They're it, it's everything. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah, that that uh, that's what I'm currently always going to on my Spotify right now. Yeah. I go for the free version because I'm cheap. No, honestly, <laughs> that would that I might be moving away from that as well, just because I I find myself looking up live things on YouTube and mm-hmm. stuff. I listen to things in a completely different way. I think it's more like I have this thing where like oh, I gotta have something to take with me. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'm if I'm traveling somewhere, like <laughs> I gotta have some music, yeah. you know, downloaded and ready to go just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, like I just get worried. I don't know. I, mean, I need <laughs> I need to have my songs, but I guess that's more of my my own paranoia. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm tr- I'm trying to think now because you recommended some songs. If there's anything specifically, and and the problem is I don't remember songs. Yeah. I just remember. Well, I I made sure to write them down, which is because I I honestly would not have remembered the names. I can tell you that the album by the Helio sequence is called Keep Your Eyes Ahead. Okay. And they have and they, they have a track that's also called Keep Your Eyes Ahead. So check that out. Okay. It's a great if you if you're looking for a particular song, the song Hallelujah is a is a great, just fun song. Excellent. Um and uh, other than that, the Beach Boys, you know the Beach Boys, <laughs> you can find what you like. Yeah. I would say just don't listen to Kokomo. Um <laughs> because that, that song's annoying to me. Um <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, look, there's, there's a lot out there. I think for you, actually, I'd recommend one for you. Okay. Um, this band called Delicate Steve, cause they're kind of, they're kind of funky. Right. I saw them, op- they opened up for, uh, Mac DeMarco when I saw him last year and they're a very different kind of band, but I was super into that. And like everyone in the crowd was like really into them. They were just kind of like this funky band. All they right. had some vocals, but it was more just like instrumental funk. Yeah. Really good. So I I'm down. Definitely recommend that. Yeah, we um, could probably put uh, a few like links to these bands and and the yeah. podcasts and channels that we, we listen yeah, to. Yeah, we should probably we'll we'll link you guys to some good stuff and maybe to some good live videos if there's yeah. you know stuff on YouTube um, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much covers everything media wise that that I'm consuming. Uh, how about how about yourself? Um, I I've realized that there's there's two things, maybe three things left that I, I forgot to mention. One of them mm. being, uh, I would say, related to 
kind of like the podcast section, which was the moth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever told you about the moth, where it's it's really cool. It's these these the moth holds these storytelling nights mm-hmm. um, all over the country. And apparently, the way it works is you go down, you put your name into like a bucket, mm-hmm. kind of similar to that comedy show that you were mm-hmm. uh, saying. So you put your name into a bucket, and each night has a different theme. So it could either be like love and loss, or um, a road trip, something like that. And if you pick, they pick your name. You go up there, and you have to tell a story based on the topic. And you can't go off of a script; you have to have it memorized. Mm -hmm. And some of these stories are outrageous. Yeah, like they're really cool. Like one of them, um, he recently passed away. Taylor Negron. He was. Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? He he's been in a million movies. He was in. He was kind of the assistant. I I always think of this one movie for some reason because I guess it was my first uh, seeing him. He was in Angels in the Outfield. He was like the assistant helping out the kids. Oh, I I'm gonna have to Google this guy. Yeah. So he he's definitely been in a lot of things, but he has an incredible story about he's actually related to the lead singer of Three Dog Night. Okay. <laughs> so he has this incredible story and you know what I'm not gonna give I don't wanna give the story away. I want you to go listen to it. It's just it's a great story about him growing up in the seventies, right around the time when uh, after like Marilyn, not well, I was gonna say Marilyn Manson. Right after Charles Manson and the whole thing with the, the Manson family and all that whole incident, where like everybody's afraid hippies are gonna come kill them. Right. It's this incredible story. There's this one cop, a New York City retired cop, that has these incredible stories about him, and he's got that like, yo, I got that Brooklyn accent. He's it's, but he's it's great. He's like really funny. And there's just all these really interesting people. Um, there's a few people that obviously are reoccurring, but there's just some really great stories. And I've gone to their, their website to watch a lot of it. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up, which I actually think you would really like, um, it's a few channels on YouTube, which I would say are there in like their essay video channels. Oh, um, okay. One of them is Nerd... I'll just re- read off of them. Uh, yeah. There's Nerd Writer, there's Every Frame, a Painting, and Now You See It. Mm. And the latter of the two are typically more movie-based. Okay. So they'll discuss um, how Hitchcock did a specific shot in this frame, like how oh, he positioned cool. the actors yeah. and different heights of the camera and this and that. That stuff's fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. and like I, while I think I'm definitely on the more music side of media, I, I found that like like it's you said, so fascinating. Cool. Yeah. I was like that's so cool. I never I never would have thought of things like that if I didn't watch these these videos. Like oh we, yeah, you we know just what? see the finished product. Right, exactly. But what goes into I it never realized that if you have the camera pointing up and you have like the menacing character standing uh with having the camera faced up he looks more menacing yeah. to the to the young girl that's low a lot lower than he is yeah it makes makes a big difference so stuff like that so the 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 two channels every frame of painting and now you see it are typically more of the movie stuff and nerd writer one he does movie stuff he does music he does he just dissected and we're i'm not we said we're not going to go into politics but he dissected the way uh, Donald Trump speaks Oh, yeah. Okay. And like how certain things that he, he continues to repeat, like tremendous and huge and many, many and like certain words. So he, they, they resonate with. Yeah. People. Yeah. And so like he has a whole bunch of videos relating to various topics, but they're all in this these essay forms. 
And that stuff I find like super interesting. And I think you would probably enjoy it. And then the other things that I, I haven't watched too much recently, but I, I used to watch it a lot, which are the more educational videos, which mm. we mentioned TED. TED Talks, yeah. And those kind of things. There's also Big Think, which uh, uh, they have... A gazillion different topics, everything from economics to medicine to uh, science and space. So they'll have uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on. They'll have Bill Nye the Science Guy, Michio Kakua. They'll have some sort of um, politician on to talk about politics and this and that. Those two guys are like the coolest scientists, Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Absolutely. (laughs) And then the last guy who I mentioned in the very beginning, uh, that guy, CPG Gray, who Mm. does Hello Internet with the the other guy. And his videos are also in somewhat of an essay style, more of a, I would say, more educational kind of uh, stuff. But he goes into various topics as well, everything from... Um, like the self, who are you? Kind of that that philosophical idea with Star Trek, where if you have the teleportation device and it moves you from point A to point B, technically they're dissolving you, mm. you're dying, and then they re- the particle thing rearranges you into a new area. So that's like that. Wait, but who are? So is that tech still you? Oh man, like stuff like that. Like he goes yeah. into stuff like that, but he'll also go into like different. Uh, political systems and not necessarily the the politics of it but different ways other countries do voting and like interesting things like that or like uh all the territories that are in the world of like britain that we don't even really we didn't even know that like that the uk contains this but this is great britain and this Uh, is this yeah see i i've asked when i was in scotland (laughs) i asked that question because i was so confused i'm like wait is am i in a country am i in a territory what what, what's happening so you should watch cpg gray he goes into that whole because i can't because i i i can't find an explanation (laughs) because everything is contradictory yeah so i'm just like you know what uk it's all the uk yeah um yeah, so that, no, that would definitely be something I, I'd be willing to check out. Definitely, and uh, that pretty much sums it up for what I got. Oh, and the, uh, you know, I don't want to mention that. But anyway, yeah, I, that's that's pretty much. I would all say I have to take say. to the internet, and if you're annoyed with politics as much as I am, avoid the news sites and yeah. go go straight to YouTube and and uh, maybe look up some of the stuff we told you about, or go go to some of the comedy podcasts. Watch Silicon Valley. Watch your Game of Thrones yeah. that you're already watching, and check uh, out some new music. Yeah, check out some check out some good music. Yeah. Um, I always recommend look for the new stuff. Try to I mean, granted, there's so much. I, I worked in radio, but try I I don't know. Try to do something besides top forty. Oh yeah, no, th- look, there's there's look, there's so much great music out there that there's a, there's a ton of stuff out that's there. Being ignored, you know. There's a ton of stuff out there. What I would say is is a, a good place. To start is is find someone you like, find yeah. someone you enjoy, and look to see who you know. If you're looking on YouTube, look at related videos, or look to see who's. If you're on Spotify, related mm-hmm. artists, kind of go go down that wormhole yeah. because I think that that really helps. I mean, that's that, that's good. That that's what always helps me. That's good. I always I there's two places where I typically find music. One of them is the the related list on Spotify. The other one is this website, and I honestly don't remember what it's called, but I just type it into Google Music Map. Okay. And it's always the first okay. um, link. So music map. And the concept is you just type in a band or an artist and it'll shoot out a whole bunch of artists and bands that sound similar. And depending on how similar, it'll be closer on the map and farther away. And they actually, through that website, they have also have something related to literature. 
mm. which is kind of how I landed on Good Omens. Because I, oh, I forgot to mention, I also read um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, that's a good one. Which I loved those books. And yeah. I, I really liked the co- the comedy books. Mm-hmm. So from there, I went on to Literature Map. Mm-hmm. And that I found Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett and found oh. Good Omens. And now I'm actually reading another Terry Pratchett book from the whole Discworld, Discworld series. So we'll see how that goes. Look for that stuff and, yeah, just, just find things that you like. I mean, it's it's all at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess that's pretty much it. I think we, we covered a lot of stuff. I'm happy. Um, yeah, so, you know, check out all the stuff that we told you about. Or don't. Or do do your thing. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. And we'll see you again real soon. Peace.